You think for yourself? We like that around here. This is American Viewpoints with Mike Ferguson. Over the last three weeks, one of the biggest stories, I think, this pulling at the heartstrings of Americans all over the country, as well as developing into a political topic, is that awful train derailment that happened in Ohio. Not just because of the immediate mess of a very small town, but because of the very real health concerns and and cleanup concerns and environmental concerns that are happening right now. So why did it become political and what do we need to do to just get the job done to make the people of east palestine ohio whole again i'm mike ferguson thank you for making american viewpoints part of your weekend dr bonner cohen is with national center for public policy research and uh, bonner first of all good to talk to you again been a while since you've been on the program uh, we're now going on just over three weeks as this program airs from the original derailment uh, the story isn't going away but it's been harder and harder, it seems, to get straight out answers out of leaders and politicians all over the place as to what's going to be done to fix the problem right there in Ohio. Uh, yes, it does. And you ask, how did the uh, the train derailment become political? Well, I'm afraid it was almost doomed to become that uh, in light of the kind of government that we currently have. And in light of the contempt, I think, that uh, the American ruling class, as embodied by the Biden uh, administration and many of its um, supporters, have for the ordinary people who live in flyover country. And uh, East Palestine, Ohio, is nothing if not uh, a small location, a a town of 4,700 people right on the Pennsylvania border. Uh, completely unknown to 99.999% of the American public until the accident happened. And that is a kind of place that is, in fact, flyover country. The demographic that's there, uh, blue-collar, hard-working, rural people, are not of any real interest to the people calling the shots around the country. So it shouldn't really surprise anybody that they were not uppermost on the minds of people in Washington, D.C. And that didn't really change until the uh, extent of the, uh, what I think we can can now call a disaster now, even though nobody has perished from it yet, uh, became obvious, along with the fact that this was not really uppermost in the minds of people running the show. So what you have is a train derailment. Uh, You have an incredibly slow response from Washington uh, to this. Uh, The transportation secretary has yet to put it in appearance. He has said he will be there tomorrow. Uh, That will have been over three weeks after the derailment took place. Uh, It took the EPA administrator, and this is, in fact, uh, an environmental accident uh, with serious environmental and public health consequences. It took him over two and a half weeks to get there. The president of the United States has not condescended to show up there either. And um, we are being told by the powers that be 
not to worry about a thing. When I say we, I really should be saying uh, the people of the small town in Ohio are told not to worry about a thing because preliminary test from the Environmental Protection Agency show conclusively that the air is safe to breathe and the water is safe to drink. There's a problem. The people in the town who actually live there uh, don't believe that the air is safe to breathe. Why? Because there are odors there that persist and refuse to go away. Uh, as for the, the safety of the water, well, if the water is so safe, why have at least 3,500 uh, fish died? And getting back to the air and the water, uh, why is it the case uh, that livestock have died, uh, including uh, chickens in local farms and um, small pets? So this is one of these things you can't really believe your lying eyes, or for that matter, your lying nose if you're smelling odors that the, the people who are calling the shots tell you aren't there. I would remind people that in the aftermath of the 9-11 attacks in September 2001, uh, Christy Todd Whitman, who was George W. Bush's administrator of the Environmental Protection Agency assured people in Manhattan that the air there was safe to breathe based on ready preliminary test. Well, that turned out to be absolutely wrong. The air was, in fact, extremely contaminated. One may not have noticed that immediately, but people started dying because their lungs had contracted a disease brought on by the air that they were breathing. So a great deal of skepticism uh, is in order here. And as I said, it's rather sad, but given the political lie of the land, uh, no one should really be surprised uh, at the very slow and woefully inadequate federal response uh, to all of this. And by the way, Norfolk Southern has done itself no glory. Its CEO didn't matter. It didn't bother to go there until just a few days ago when he really should have been there early on. We're visiting with Dr. Bonner Cohen from the National Center for Public Policy Research. Bonner, we've just got a just got a, a couple of minutes uh, left here. But given the Biden administration's emphasis on environmental and climate policy, a lot of people would say this would have seemed like a very big opportunity for them politically. You've got, generally speaking, a disputed purple state and also a man-made environmental problem. This would have been the perfect opportunity. What do you think it was that made them in the last couple of minutes we've got uh, take so long and just seem to just seem to ignore it and originally uh, turn down requests for disaster relief? Yeah, their uh, their environmental priorities lie with saving the planet uh, from what they are uh, convinced or tell us they're convinced, uh, is man-made climate change. Uh, they're not trying to save the planet uh, from a train derailment. This dis just did not fit into their priorities of things. One of the great ironies here is that that train contained oil. And what in the world are we doing transporting oil via rail? 
oil is best transported and safely transported via pipeline. But this administration is adamantly opposed to pipeline. One of the first things it did after coming into office was to cancel the Keystone XL pipeline. Well, if you can't pump oil through a pipeline, you have no choice but to put it on a train. It's not safely carried on a train. So here you have an administration absolutely committed to putting the country through an, uh, an energy uh, transition, uh, not caring from uh, uh, fossil fuels to some sort of green energy, windmills, solar panels, uh, electric vehicles, or what have you, uh, but is really not minding the store and not prepared to deal with real problems that occur in the real world. So here you have a dedication to an environmental agenda, but what happened in East uh, Palestine, Palestine, Ohio, was just didn't, just didn't fit into the picture of they wanted to paint. So it wasn't until an awful lot of people got awfully angry that they finally, and I'm sure with great reluctance, started responding. All right, Dr. Bonner-Cohen, National Center for Public Policy Research. It's nationalcenter.org, I believe. Is that correct for the That's website? absolutely correct. And uh, where can we find you and uh, your work and your writing as well? Somebody wants to uh, just, you. just check out our website, nationalcenter.org. All right, uh, Dr. Bonner-Cohen, good talk to you again. Thank you so much for being on the program. Delighted to be here. Okay, speaking of politics and what happened in East Palestine, Ohio, should have never, ever been political. It's just been an embarrassing delay in responses, no matter which side of the political aisle that you're on. But just ahead, uh, since it is politics, let's talk a little politics. We've got a new entrant into the race for president on the Republican side. So I'm going to kind of assess the field, at least as I see it at this point. That's headed to your way here in just a couple of minutes right here on American Viewpoints.